I'm Jean Othello here with Don Dada and Sindog, Joyce and Chris. Thank you all for tuning into another installment of Problematic Kings. Let's start this conversation by liking, commenting, rating, and subscribing on all platforms. So according to ABC News, a young girl who was allegedly kidnapped by her Uber driver over the summer says the incident has left her in a constant state of fear, so much that she says she's afraid to use ride-hailing services ever again. The 15-year-old and her attorneys, Rosemond Seeley and Lorna Light Footwear, sat down with ABC News for an interview which aired Thursday on Good Morning America. It's affected my school life, my friends, my family, she said. It's had such a negative impact on me. Everywhere I go, I feel scared because I'm so much more aware of my surroundings now. The Long Island teenager says she used to take Uber rides on a regular basis before the traumatizing encounter on July 12th. When Sean Williams, a 32-year-old Uber driver from Brooklyn, allegedly tried to first force her to go to his home where he intended to sexually assault her. According to the Nassau County District Attorney's Office, the teen whom ABC News is not naming because she is a minor requested a ride home from a Sweet 16 party in Atlantic Beach, New York which is about 15 miles from her home in Merrick. But Williams allegedly canceled the route and tried to convince the girl to go drinking with him instead. Prosecutors said the teen said she told Williams her age and repeatedly asked that he take her home, but he allegedly refused and continued driving west in the wrong direction. He also forced her to sit in the front seat, which made it hard for her to use her phone to call for help, she said. It's hard for me to open up and like trust people now because I put trust in that I will be able to get home safely. And I was not able to get home safely that night, she told GMA. He kept asking me like if I wanted to go out for drinks with him sometime. And I said, no, because I'm 15. I can't go out to drinks. And like, I just want to get home. But he kept, you know, insisting on that. She figured out a way to escape once they arrived in Brooklyn, authorities said. The teen told the driver she needed a bathroom, and when he pulled over, she ran into McDonald's and called the police, prosecutor said. So, you all, what do you all think is the climate at the moment for black women when it comes to kidnapping and trafficking at the moment? Uh, well, let's start with the young lady who killed the guy who had her captured for how many years? Was was the young lady Centoya? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, so let's start with her. She that was horrible. She had to kill a man because he had her captured for how many years? Uh, you, you, let's start there. So this is not new. This is not a new thing. This has definitely been going on for years, probably even before that. I mean, I'm quite sure it's been going on longer than that. Um, my main thing is making sure that black women in particular are protected. So, and, and, and also observing of what they are doing. So even if you have to take an Uber, Lyft, or whatever the hell it may be, be observant. Watch that driver, because even if I'm in an Uber or Lyft, I look at the driver. Okay, I'm watching his eyes. I'm watching his hands. That's just me. I'm just one of those people. As a man, I do that. So I need y'all to do that. Do that as well. Also, please keep some type of protection on you. I don't care if it's mace, a knife. If you have a pistol, please bust that gun. Protect yourselves. As an African-American female, 
I just think that it's sad that, I mean, that you have to be extra cautious of where your surroundings are. You know, you, mm-hmm. for me, you know, I go to, you know, Marshalls and TJ Maxx quite often. So the fact that I have to make sure I park by someone or park at a certain distance from someone or just to be extra cautious, I think it's very sad. And for someone who's not aware of their surroundings, imagine the trauma that you have to deal with. And some everybody is not at the same awareness that I am. So I think it's very important that we teach our little sisters, we teach our nieces, and we teach our cousins just the importance of being aware. And it's not just being aware for yourself, but when being aware for your friends around you. You know, mm. I have a friend who she doesn't let her daughter go to any basketball games by herself. And it's not because she don't want her daughter to experience fun fun moments with her friends. It's the world is so dangerous now and it's just, it's just more eye-opening for me, you know, and maybe other young people that, you know, you just got to be more aware. So the only thing I have to say, I'm going to be pretty brief. I just feel like with anything, you should just be, um, take your precautions. So, you know, I'm only going to speak to some of the young ladies who do this type of things or have friends who you hang with and then do these type of things. And this is specifically to them. Specifically. And not and I really want to specify this because I'm not want to sound like I'm a chauvinist or nothing. But I really want to be serious. I feel like sometimes with some, you know, situations, you know, you can't always be so accepting of what somebody offers you. And what I mean by that is, let's think of it just a like a um, just a generic situation, like a man may offer a woman a drink, right? But me being the um, paranoid person I am, I just don't really trust people with different situations that I've been through in life. So I guess just for me, I understand, like you know, a lot of women, you know, not I hate to say this, but just it's 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 a true, it's a true stigma. A lot of women can go like to the club just to get drinks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But that's a fact though, and they ain't spend about and spend a damn dollar on a drink. Yeah. But you better that's you better true. be very fucking careful with all these drinks and shots that you taking and you partaking in because if you're not the actual one taking the money and purchasing the drink, you're just taking a cup for somebody's hand. This is the situation you can get in, like the shit you hearing these girls get into. And I just feel like, okay, let's not be naive. It's almost like the Me Too climbing and shit. I'm not trying to sit here and say any of these girls are putting themselves in these situations purposely. But again, I'm only speaking to the ones that when you know we all done stuff neglectful or whatever. I'm only speaking to, you know, with this shit going on like it is now, you need to be more mindful when you are a little, you know, elaborated or, or, or drunk or, you know. Here we go. That's all I had to say. Then again, to piggyback on what Don said, I think it's very important to do the buddy system. I know that in college, I had two friends who I, we were always, it was three of us. And if one person went somewhere, if it wasn't the two of us going, it was always another person going because you never know. Although we are, here together as a unit, you don't know what Billy Bob over there looking at or, you know, plotting out against you. The buddy system is so beneficial, not just, you know, in college experiences, but in far as, you know, adult life, you don't know what's going on. That's the thing. You know, you could just think that you're, oh, I'm just going to go here and get some groceries. 
it could be somebody plotting out against you at the grocery store going to get some groceries and that's that's the sad part it's the simple things the buddy system is so important even if you know for people who have um significant others even if it's having an app on your phone so that your significant other can know where you're going you know sometimes i do uber but i have it so that if i go do uber my boyfriend gets a link of where i'm going i don't do uber too often because shit is crazy out here but if i do there's there's different you it's sad but you have to take extra precautions or you will be a situation that you don't want to be in so buddy system is another way to prevent any craziness happening well i don't know if this is I don't know if this is a piggyback or not, but um, I used to be one of those people, especially in my early adult life, I would go everywhere by myself. Mm-hmm. Clubs, bars, uh, strip clubs, it didn't matter where it was, movies, I would go by myself. And uh, at that time, I was in a different place from where I was originally living, and in this particular case, Dallas, but I had to learn seeing other people's experiences and even me being by myself at certain spots, having to deal with certain situations with the and not so much a buddy system like I need backup, but just to have somebody there to witness if anything did go down. I don't care what it was, a fight or argument or whatever, just somebody there to witness that I'm in this situation. This is what happened. You saw it like I just you know I, and I, I respect that buddy uh, the buddy system I respect that all day every day and I, I feel like that needs to be implemented more with people you know, women men men need to be having a buddy system men can get robbed and taken for like a, you know when men are getting taken for their organs if anything and, and, and men so prideful we can we fight everybody nah you can't do that bro you, you can't fight everybody you know you, you're not you're not that. So I feel like that was a great, you know, example. Thanks, Joyce. So I don't know if I have a little or a lot to say about this, but starting from point A, you know, I didn't even realize that this type of shit even happened. Like, I mean, I've seen it on social media and shit, but clearly it's like an epidemic. But I didn't even realize that, you know what I'm saying? There was a certain a certain situation with a girl who's like 15 years old with a whole man. What'd you say? He was like 32. Yeah. He knew the fuck better. R. Kelly as nigga. R. Kelly as shit. R. Kelly so I'm just like, you knew that was wrong. No, he is completely wrong for that. Like... There's no excuse. Like, first of all, people pay their own personal money. And to some degree, they sit here and have some sort of leisure because you got the word Uber behind your name that we trust a random motherfucker that we don't know. But at the end of the day, we got to be cautious because at the end of the day, it's still a a random motherfucker that we don't know. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to her yeah. for being so young but picking up on shit that she knew that that yeah. she knew on yep. right. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And Definitely. my ladies out here, y'all just gotta be careful because right now y'all y'all are being targeted as um, yeah. subjects that are just easy targets. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Just fuck shit up, period. If you see some shit going on, st- just start fucking shit up. The the Maybe the nigga get scared and shit. Fuck the shit up. Fuck beat him in the neck, up. face, eyebrows. Up. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is your life on the line, honey. Listen. 
just start fucking shit up. And to my guys out there, at the end of the day, like Sam was saying earlier, niggas are prideful as shit. And that shit has shown time after time. It's nothing for somebody to say the wrong shit. And he feel like his ego is bent. So he starts shooting and shit. Like, just be more cautious out here. At the end of the day, like, we all... We all are human beings trying to find success in this fucking horrible, psycho, deranged ass world. Like, people. Bad people. I don't know. People are just bad people these days. <laughs> you just gotta know your vibes, go with your gut feeling, because we're all animals and we all have instinct. Mm. Don't never mm. second guess that gut feeling of yours, because mm. the shit is real. Start mm-hmm. listening, and that's it. So, another thing I was just thinking from. You know, the colleagues, our colleagues, well, my colleagues here on our cast, you know, I just feel like women, just like men, do a little bit more often. They should be very precautious about different scenarios that life can throw. Now, what I mean by that is, and I'm not trying to, you know, um, uh, disrespect women as far as, you know, from what I'm saying, let me be more specific. I mean, as far as any event of self-defense. Now, I know a lot of women nowadays, they're doing self-defense classes, you know, like we were talking about before, pepper spray and stuff. But I would definitely encourage anybody, no matter what sex, race or whatever, you know, always have some protection or, or a backup plan. Because I tell you this much, as a man, and I'm a man, you know, I would just say, you know, that was stupid for me to even say that. Forgive me, y'all been drinking. But I just say that... But um, like I was saying before, I just personally feel that women should just take the time, just take the time to think about situations like, okay, for example, and I'm not trying to pick, but if you are a single woman and you don't really have a lot of, you know, male friends that you're courting or dealing with, you know what I'm saying? You maybe need to keep your mouth kind of a little bit more quiet in public situations like when you're going back and forth with somebody because don't get me wrong i'm not saying that as a woman you can't protect your own or whatever but some situations you know you just got to think about it you know as a man even as a man i can't sit here and bite too much or or or, or i can't sit here and ask for too much or uh, or you know think shit sweet pretty much what i'm trying to say but at the same time, though, like women, y'all got to go through so much more shit because, you know, naturally you're being taken advantage of because you're a female, let alone you can literally be taken physically advantage of. So I would just encourage, you know, any female, if you don't have any formal training of self-defense or, you know, if you don't really have a lot of male friends, you know, you definitely want to be on your P's and Q's and on your square about that because if you walk around here thinking you're looking at VH1 and basketball-wise and thinking you're about to turn up on somebody at a bar or Chick- Chick-fil-A Popeyes or some bullshit, bruh, you, I just saw a woman at a Popeyes, I believe, on a meme that just got knocked the fuck out. No, but no, it was at, K- at McDonald's. She was at cutting up and the motherfucker threw a blender at her fucking head and cut her whole shit open, bro. But my whole point is, I just think in this society and this time and era, it's so quick for people to want to turn up. And you know, believe it or not, compared to back in the day, you hear a lot more about females turning up. And I see that more in public now. Not saying guys don't turn up and react foolish too, but you're seeing a lot of times black women got to sit here and be chirping out in the mouth for being real loud or ratchet. And not saying that... Every race doesn't do that, but I just feel like, again, you know, women, 
again, specifically black women, this is what this particular topic is focused on. I just really would forewarn anybody. And you know, pretty much. That's what I said before. But no, just in general though, again, forgive me, y'all. I've been told I've been need to shut the fuck up. But listen, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that again, any female out there, y'all just need to be thinking about situations. Like, okay, if you go out to a man's home or whatever, or you go out on a date, you it's nothing wrong with thinking about, okay. What if this guy sits there and tries to force himself on me or whatever? Maybe I need to carry myself a little blade or maybe I need to go to one of these, I don't know, these one of these um, uh, these gunning knife shows and get me one of these damn pins that look like a pin, but it's really some damn mace or damn, I don't know. But anyway, I would encourage anybody to just don't rely on men. That's what, that's basically what I'm trying to say in a nutshell. Don't rely on man. Don't rely on nobody. Just in public always help you. Sometimes... Take a little of initiative to protect yourself. And then again, you just got to take how life comes. Here you go. I'm, I'm done. I'm, forgive me, y'all. I'm fucked up. I'm <laughs> fucked up. Um, to kind of close in on what Sorry, Don said, <laughs> I think all of that starts at home. A lot of things starts at home. How, you're, how you are trained on how to act in public, how mm. you are trained on how to act in school, how you are trained to treat others. Everything starts at home. And this, you know, this can come from a one-parent home or a, a, a two-parent home. It doesn't matter. All of that starts at home. You know, you can train your child, okay, when you're out in public, you do X, Y, Z. If you how you react to the police, you do X, Y, and Z. And especially for African Americans, mm-hmm. it is so important what the fuck, Don? <laughs> it's so important to know how to act and how to respond to certain scenarios. This is why I think Don was trying to say you need to be aware of what happens if you get in certain scenarios. If you're in scenarios where you are given a drink from a guy, how do you handle that drink? If you're in a scenario where a guy pushes up on you, how do you handle that scenario? All of that should be taught at home because that. I know most parents don't want to teach their kids because they don't want their kids to go out here and do certain things, but it will happen. You know, having a conversation about sexual intercourse, having a conversation about relationships, having a conversation now and this time about what it is to be black and how to be addressed by cops. And now even more having a conversation about what it is to be addressed or be out by yourself in public. These are all conversations that need to be had and be started at home. Because mm. if we don't do it, then oh, it's people are going to be out and they're going to be taking advantage of this. All of this starts at home. And yeah, we need to stop go. being afraid of having these conversations <laughs> with our young people. Because peer pressure is real. All of that is so real. So start at home. <laughs> <laughs> so... I definitely agree with what you're saying. I definitely agree with what Joyce is saying as well. But I'm sorry, it's just something in my soul. It just feels so one sided. You know what I'm saying? Like it just feels so one sided. I can't sit here and agree a hundred percent with it just seems like we've been talking about the precautious measures of African American women as if it's not the men's fault that they going missing in the first damn place. Why that's not a topic? 
Why we can't talk about that? Let's talk about that. I want to talk about that. I mean, it's in the same context. Elaborate. Elaborate. Well, you got something to say? Go elaborate. ahead. Elaborate. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Talk your shit. Go so, ahead. Say what, you're going to say. what I'm saying I'm is, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I agree with the focus should be precautionary measures but at the same time ugh. people gotta act like we don't know as human beings when we fucking up and doing fuck shit with that being said I know the motherfucker that's doing fuck shit clearly don't care that they doing fuck shit but at the same time <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If you listen to this shit right now, you need to know when you realize when you need to know when you realize you doing fuck shit. Other people notice you doing fuck shit. There's no excuse, and I'm sorry because I got a little sister. There's no excuse that a 32 year old man is fucking trying to get in her underwear and all this other bullshit. She's 15. When she's 15 years 15. old, <laughs> she's 15. you know the fuck better. <laughs> And I hate to keep going back to that, but that's what started the conversation. Your moral compass should throw you off. Moral compass should throw you off far as shit. Like, that is not normal. Not to even talk about all the other African-American women who's been abducted. I've seen uh, this thing on Instagram today where it was like, I forget the number directly, but it was hella, okay, period. Hella. Black women... Women in general being abducted, people being found dead, people being found dehydrated, severely dehydrated, people being found as human traffickers, organ, organ, uh, people, yeah, organ donors and shit. This is a real life crisis that clearly has been normalized on some watch that I was never aware of, (laughs) but it's just crazy to me to try to sit and fathom and normalize this bullshit why do we not take more initiative because ultimately if it was not people on instagram or instagram influencers or people with a cute following saying this shit a bitch like me who's always fucking busy and don't watch the news often because it's always horrible Mm -hmm. shit I'm with you. I would I never know this I shit is going food. on. So why are people with followings only talking about this? This should be main he- like headlining news. That's why I start at home. Not just go home, but community. Community based. It does start at the community, but oftentimes when it gets to this point, is it's overseen by communities because I feel like communities have already felt like they're not being listened to. So at one mm. at some point they throw in the ball, and they're like, "Okay, no one's listening to us. This is a pro-. look at Flint, the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? People didn't know this shit was going on until it reached like headline news and shit. And people start dying and stuff, and then they all of a sudden people care, but still, I mean, they still got poisonous water. It's horrific. It's terrible. So I was just gonna say that there are in life. It, in general, um, there are going to be narcissists, mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. do not take fault in nothing that they do. Mm-hmm. They're going to be sociopaths, mm-hmm. people that have, have no, no emotions, and they're psychopaths. Like that's just there are those people are a part of life. I do agree that 
yes, we need to put accountability accountability on them, but at the same time, women have to protect themselves. And yeah, as far as the, I like the buddy system that you were saying, but being realistic in life, you know, once we graduate from college and grad school, you're not going to be around your three homegirls. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to be aware. Like one thing that I tell my sisters, because I, I have three sisters, is to listen to podcasts. Like I listen to like a lot of true true crime, true crime podcasts. And they kind of like tell you to like beware of the signs of like trafficking. Like like Chris was saying, like the white trucks or if you are uncomfortable putting the key in between your your fingers just in case you need to stab a motherfucker up. You have to do you know what I'm saying? Parking closer to What you, you know, know about that? What? I mean, I'm from the hood. What you know about them keys? What you know about them keys? You know what I'm saying? So, I think you just have to be prepared to to fight and, and go out. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you are, who who's to say you you're gonna be trafficked? How you know you just not gonna be like raped and murdered? Like you know what I'm saying? So you have to look at it as this is your this is all you got. Like, what is your life worth? You gotta, you have to fight to the death, you know. And I actually, I feel like I've told y'all this, but I, I've had like, a, as a kid, like a near kidnapping experience. I know I'm not no black woman, but um, I remember, yeah, no, but I, and, and like, no, because I'm just thinking about like anxiety and like how she, like, reading the article and, and what her saying, how she felt. I felt like that, like I was scared of white men for a long time. I remember like. Growing up because, and I don't know, like, you know, because I had, I had long hair as a kid. So, and people always, you know, when you're not developed as a, as a man, you know, people are just like, whatever. And see, because I had all the time people ask me my girl or guy, you know, but, um, no, I know that's random as fuck, but they did. People be like, are you a boy or girl? <laughs> like all the fucking time. But... <laughs> 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 but um no I remember like I used to wait on the bus stop But you know what? I don't care. Because you know what? Because you know, cause I, yeah, I'm going to tell my story. But they used to say, when you look, when you like a girl as a kid, that means you're going to be fine when you get older. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it don't matter. But, um, <laughs> it did. Motherfuckers would ask me all the time. <laughs> but, um, as a kid, I used to wait on the bus stop or whatever for the cheese or whatever, the yellow bus. I don't know what y'all call it down here. And um, yeah, I used to wait on the cheese. Uh, and um, this guy he pulled up, and this was around the time like because we I was selling like you know you have fundraisers for school, and I was selling like candy. And yeah, that motherfucker he and it may and you know and me being young, I should have known because he circled the block like three times, and then. Like me being, yeah, I saw it and it made me uncomfortable, but he was just like, oh, you selling something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Me being young and money hungry, I was just like, yeah, you know, I got, I, I'm selling M&Ms. And he was like, I'm allergic to peanuts. And it was like uh, the yellow peanut M&Ms. It was like a, a case of them. And um, so I was like, okay. 
And so he circled the block a few more times. And no, and you know what I'm saying? And I should have been like, let's, you know what I'm saying? Mama! No, but I should have I should have like paid attention like this motherfucker that circled the block like six, seven times. But he was just like that final time, he was like, you know what? I will buy some. Like basically mm. saying like he don't support. It. I'm like, okay, shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was just selling to motherfuckers in the neighborhood. I should have thought about it because it was like you know, we was in the projects and it was just this random ass white dude that I've never seen before. Like, if you're in the projects, like, you're going to know the people that don't, people don't look like everybody else. The people that stand out. But I didn't, I didn't think about it. And so, um, he, when he said he's going to buy, I walked up to the car. The motherfucker was in the car. He was in the car, butt ass naked and tried to pull me in. But at the same time, but at the same time, a bus, my bus for school pulled up, like, by the grace of God, the craziest shit, like, Some literally. Shit. No, no, I never told y'all this. No. Yeah. I never heard that story. <laughs> I, I told you this, babe. Haven't I told you this before? Yeah. So, um, they tried to chase him to, like, get the license plate, the but they didn't. Yeah, no, the bus didn't see the guy, but they saw the car was there, and I ran on the bus and I told them, and they tried to chase behind him to get the license plate, but somehow they didn't. But yeah, I remember for a long time I was scared of white men. Like I was just like, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That is a lot. Another thing I just want to point out, and anytime when I speak about a specific. you know, segment of people. I'm not trying to bash you. So again, I'm just speaking to the okay, people who I feel like that need to hear this more. <laughs> but the neglectful people, neglectful parents, neglectful aunties, neglectful uncles, neglectful grandmas, daddies, mamas, granddaddies, a whole all of you. Like, son, you got to sit here and tell this young man or woman, you got to give them some game, bro. And the thing is, no, nah, it's real shit, though, bro. A lot of people set people up for failure, bro. Now, after a certain point of life, bro, you on your own. You responsible for yourself. But I feel like as a young lady, right, if you are raising a young woman and you literally never have the conversation about rape, you ain't never had a conversation about sex, and you're literally letting her learn all this stuff on her own, bro, I'm telling you, bro. I feel like you yourself are lazy and let alone you're selfish. Because if it's yours or if you were the one being responsible for it. But see, that's the problem with people in narcissistic community, though. And that's the, the real truth. They, they feel like scared. your damn mama said he ain't doing shit for your ass. So I'm taking care of yourself. Your damn daddy ain't doing shit for your ass. But you want to sit here. And that's the point. The problem is that at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. You can complain about somebody because everybody is responsible for themselves, but a child, you again, you have to really take some responsibility. But, what, yeah. but a lot of people use kids just for checks and dependence. Bond. And at yeah. the end of the day, I really feel like a lot of people, and I'm really talking about parents, 
don't even deserve to have no kids. Now, oh, what? I'm being yeah, honest. Lord. That's a lot of the problem that's going on right now. A lot of people out here set people up for failure. failure so much, and then the Everything. kid, you can't even gauge them like you see people, and it's sad to say this, which is so cliche, is that I'm a product of my environment. You are. But it really is, though, and us more than anybody don't really like to admit that, or society doesn't like to admit that for us. They like to say we're using that as an excuse. But society doesn't really help the situation. See, this is why another reason why I'm not a particularly big Megan Thee Stallion fan. I hate to say this, and I'm in public live syndication, and I don't give a fuck. I don't dislike her as far as her as a person, let alone I do not dislike her as an artist. I just don't I dislike her. I don't dislike her. I dislike society as far as how they might to make her popular or like they like that how they like to publicize her. Don't and and why like don't no, no no? I have to be honest though. Look at Hot Girl Summer. No, 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 no. Hold on. Don't, don't, don't come out. I, I have to say this. I have to make this point. Hot Girl Summer. Look at every time Hot Girl Summer was literally made, what was in the process of being happening? You're taking a shot with a bottle to your head and some shit. You're living your best life. I understand that there's nothing wrong with having a drink or vacation and shit. Marijuana's about to be legal and the motherfuckers five years ago were literally frowning at you for even having a joint in your hand. The thing is, what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, black people more than anybody, you have a stigma about you. And my thing is, like rappers, and I'm not even gonna be biased, like men, like don't be dope boys, trappers, and then now you got this Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, a lot of these other females, and, and I, I hate to bring up Jermaine Dupree, but it's almost like a strap rap as far as a stripper rap. It's like, bro, at the end of the day, when you look at, okay, we're looking at us because we're black, and this is our culture, this is our music, so we're naturally going to gravitate around this. Don't you ever think sometimes when you look at certain shit and you like, that shit looks crazy as shit, what a white or a Spanish or another race going to say about that shit? See, we normalize shit because it's in our culture, but do you ever think about sometimes what you look and what you feel or how you even look? Okay, I got a lot of friends who like to go about the, 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 what society says. And nothing wrong with that. I'm, again, I'm a product of society, too. I'm out here like everybody else is. I'm not even trying to say, like, I'm some type of hipster. I'm over the curve or nothing. But what I'm just saying is, to the degree you and you you embellish or you, 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 you sit here and really dwell in this shit, bro, some people really need to fall back, bro. Because at the end of the day, if you have a daughter, right, and you talking about Hot Girl Summer and you on Instagram on your live public social media page, Flapping your ass with a damn skirt that you can literally see your thong on, bro. I'm sorry, you setting your baby up for, for, for disaster because they're gonna look at a fucking mama and look at a mama, and then you gonna look at it as well. And say, mama do that shit, I'ma do that shit, and it's been going on from the beginning of time. But where I specifically speak to women, where I specifically talk to women at, no, no, because I know men got their norms and their kinds and pros as well that we all like from the dope boy, from the nigga that's a pimp or whatever. I'm not, I can go on and on. But again, I'm specifically talking about the women for the things they're going through specifically with this trafficking and all this other shit. Sometimes, y'all, I really feel like a very promiscuous woman, a woman, the way of their nature, as far as a promiscuous person, because a man can be promiscuous too. You got to be mindful of that because at the end of the day, yeah, a man can be promiscuous, but at the same time, not saying either they're going to get their ass beat or they're going to be able to fight. But you as a woman don't feel like you're going to be able to do the same thing a man can do. And I feel like in society, no, no I, I'm making a valid point. You can, you can speak on, okay, we can, we can agree to disagree, George, but I got to say this. 
I really feel like in society nowadays, it's really got women believing that you can do the same thing a man does, but at the same time, I'm not saying that you can't do it literally. No, anybody can do anything they want to. But what I'm saying is the repercussions, the stigma, let alone the outcome or, 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 the, or, the, or the things you're going to go through. Are you going to be able to handle that as far as in a, in a predominantly man culture as far as, okay, you want to be, a, I guess, a showgirl or not showgirl, fun girl. Meaning you always down for anything. You down to going out for it with anybody, male, female. It don't matter if you're the only bitch in the room or whatever. And I'm saying bitch as far as a term of endearment because most women are going to say that. Okay, God, I don't even want to specify. Fuck that. Fuck that. At the end of the day, you are not going to be. Okay, I think as a woman, if I'm speaking to any, if any woman is listening to me, right? Specifically, what I'm saying, I am not specifically uh, generalizing y'all. I'm specifically somebody, you're not going to lie to me and tell me you don't know a woman or have a friend or a relative who acts this fucking way. Mm-hmm. You're fucking ridiculous. That's why fuck we're having this conversation. So at the end of the day, you're the ones that I'm specifically talking about, and we could all think of some, right? Come on, bro. You cannot take the, take the mic, Joyce. I'm drunk. Um, I feel attacked because you know um, I feel as though if I go shake my ass... If I shake my ass on me, I'm about to go and get here and get fucked. That's ridiculous. No, 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 no. I'm going here to have a good time. If I'm going out here to dance and shake my ass, I should not be sitting here feeling like what? So. If you a girl that wants a man to treat her with respect, not meaning that you are deserve any action to no. disrespect. No, no, no. I'm not talking about you specifically. Any woman, right? If you have a daughter or anybody, not speaking about you as a parent, but anybody. It could be anything. Auntie, whoever, right? If you owe a woman who wants respect, and I'm not judging you or anybody. I'm not doing everything perfect. Again, what I'm specifically talking about, we can't just ignore certain shit, bro. Okay. If you sitting here as a woman, okay, let's be honest now. Women a lot of times like to dance and shake their ass. Black women. Come on now. It's, it's about nature. We are rhythm people. We move with rhythm. Okay? At the end of the day, you cannot be so naive to think that no black man ain't going to look at your physique, your silhouette, and ain't going to fuck you. Let alone not just a black one, a white one, a Mexican one. Mexicans? Oh, I don't understand. Then that means. No. No. Oh, my God. Do you be knowing what niggas besides black men who talk about black women as a black man? No, I feel like if I'm out here, so I think it's a complete, I think it's a complete difference to go out and have and dance and shake my ass. I think it's a difference compared to me being on social media fucking my ass cheeks. Personally, I will never, Lord, if knock on wood. I'm not a mom, but I personally would never go out here and flap my cheeks or flap my ass or show my boobs on social media. But I, I do know females who do, but that's, that's to each his own. But that does not mean because my friend, I hear shaking her ass on social media, she no, needed me to get raped no, 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 or she needed sexual assaulted. No, 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 she living her best life out here. And that mean that man need to get, that man needs to rein his shit in too. Like, nigga, because I'm out here fucking, I'm out here shaking my ass. That mean you come in and you approach me a certain way. Don't do that. Because then when I fuck you up, I'm a, I'm a, mad, I'm a mad black bitch. No, no, no nigga. No, 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 I'm out here shaking my ass because I'm hearing a song and the beat fucking vibrates my ass cheeks. Like, get the fuck out of here. And I know. No, 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 no. 
No, if that beat hit real nice, I'm bust like no. But I have a serious question as a man, and I'm really speaking as a man. As far as looking at women out here, and I say the club's man, it's up. Don, Don, but I just want to—I want to hear my question to you. So I guess for me, and I still ask the same question I asked about ten minutes ago. I said, if you were a mother, I know you're not a mother, so you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Or a sister, I think you are. You are your sibling, well, and as well, just a woman. You're a woman, okay? If you particularly were talking to a confidant or a family mm-hmm. member. And they were really gauging, and you were really going to tell them for their best interest, right? Not saying you're telling them they can't have fun. Not saying you're telling them. I just feel in today's time and era, everybody should be precautionary. Or take precautions, excuse me. Forgive me for the, um, the, the, the grammar. But again, I just feel like, you know, when you got people shooting up churches and, mm-hmm. you know, you got people sitting here shooting old men, just mm-hmm. minding their own business. Robbing and, old men. You know, just people having sex with kids. Bruh, you can't feel like you are any exception. So, again, if you ever find yourself in a situation that you feel like is a little uncomfortable, you need to make the the the, the, the measures to sit here and get yourself out and don't feel like everything is sweet. And again, I know everybody likes to sit here and say, you know, I live by certain creeds, you know, a God only can judge me and all this stuff. Well, again, don't sit. Never mind. God bless you. Joyce. Um, <laughs> I feel like as a sister, as a girlfriend, as a aunt, as a niece, um, as a as an African American female in general, conversations need to be had, and I think that as a community we need to stop being so fearful of what is to come. Have these conversations with your children, y'all. It's so important to be present and to be aware of what your child is going through. Social media can be a good thing and a bad thing because your child is is susceptible to see a lot a lot of things. So have these conversations. Be willing to have them. You know, even if it's breaking the ice and initiating conversations, have them with your daughters and your sons. It's not just a one-gender thing. Have them with your children. Have them and be able to be willing of their response. To be like, be open to a child's response. No matter what the conversation is, be open about anything. So, yeah. Sister Joyce. Um, sisters, knives, mace, guns, guns. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm going to tell you physical protection at the end of the day. I'm one of those people. I'm a little dude. I'm five foot six. I grew up with knives. I was always taught you cut a nigga wide open if you can't beat him. That's I, listen, ladies. If you're in a situation and you feel like you are uncomfortable or you can't get out, it's to the death. You slice that nigga wide open. And if you can't slice him, if you got your pistol, blow holes through that nigga. Okay? That's real life facts. Okay? Protect yourself, sisters. I love you. I guess I'm going to go ahead and close at this point, but... Benediction. Listen... Just what we know 
These are the facts, period. People are being abducted, abducted, abducted. People are being abducted out their homes, out Walmart, out their cars. I cannot take these niggas, but I appreciate the Negro spiritual shit. Go ahead. Help me preach, goddammit. People are being abducted. People are being taken from their homes. People are being forced into prostitution. People are being killed. People are being murdered. People out here in these streets, specifically black women in speaking, they are being categorized as weak. They are being categorized as a target. They are being categorized as someone that cannot fend for themselves. Why have they became such a topic to the point where it takes people to keep talking about the shit for the shit to become mainstream. I mean, come on. We are important. Let's get Come on. I dig that. Man, take your time. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be real for a second. Don't take a blind man to see what the hell is going on. Was already known, don't have to be said. Because I'm tired of motherfuckers ignoring this shit, so I'm going to say it, period. Cool. Okay. I got to make a little segment for Chris, too. If you need some sweets and you need some treats, I'm okay. we got it for you. So you thought about this slogan. And you can always eat. I could die. Any rhyme, any time. You call Chris. He got you right on time. <laughs> we got your pot. No. We got your cake. Nigga, why you sound like undercover brother date, right now? We got it, I mean. <laughs> no, you sound like Dynamite. <laughs> I'm fucking weak, but no, y'all, the serious note. Support black I, I, I know, yeah. For real, you know, our black In women, we are, you guys clearly are being targeted right now. Yes. Just make sure that y'all are always constantly on your P's and Q's, period. At the end of the day, if you feel like some shit is weird, you're not tripping. You're not tripping. The shit, if the shit is weird, the shit is weird. Stop giving people societal norms that because you're uncomfortable, it's abnormal for black people to be uncomfortable. Hell the fuck no. Regardless of race or color. But oftentimes, as African Americans who are forced to be uncomfortable without it being acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And don't fall for peer pressure. Your fuck that shit. Yourself. If you uncomfortable, you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Listen. That's one of the realest things we said all night. I'm a real ass bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is just icing on the cake. <laughs> Not even. You know what I'm saying? People have to realize. Hmm. Just like motherfuckers do the same shit that you would do every day, but because you have a little bit more melanin, it's perceived different. It's perceived, and I'm not trying to make this a race issue because I'm I'm not, but at the end of the day, the facts is the motherfucking facts. Motherfuckers know, and motherfuckers have been at us black people for a long ass time. We can't say shit that we want to say that our white counterparts do in the workplace and still be deemed as not being aggressive. We can't do none of that shit. We have to actually think about what we say before we say it and hope we don't get it written up. What the fuck? It's craziest shit. 
We can't go out here with our natural asses non-enhanced and the shit still fat as fuck, way cuter than Becky. But listen, motherfuckers still uncomfortable by it. I don't like fake booties. I'm uncomfortable. But but no, she ain't got no fake booty though with this in this hypothetical situation. She ain't got no fake booty, but because Becky ain't got no ass, it's now our fault that we naturally got big asses. That's you get natural. what I'm saying? That's natural. Don't apologize for well, who you are. They do, they but, but but they're not, they, they but they not known for fat oh, asses. This, this is all a hypothetical. That's not, yeah, that's not this is all a hypothetical of societal norm situation. You know what I'm saying? But have you noticed? I'm a, this is off my personal encounters. The ones with fat asses, naturally, they understand the shit that we go through. They, they can relate. They can relate. You know what I'm saying? It's always the Becky bitch with the thin hair, with the no ass, with the weird ass shit. The bitch who being weird as fucking high school, but somehow made it as your boss, and she still expect to be weird, but don't think that you can be normal, and don't think that you should be who you are because she's a weird ass motherfucker. It's always that bitch that tries it. One thing I just want to add on your segment, Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah, you go ahead. I don't want to add on a full segment, but listen. Well, you go. One thing I just want to add, though. Sometimes, ladies, I just really want you to understand. It's not just women, but it's just black people in general. You got to understand while people may throw shade or hate on you, but you got to understand when shade and hate is thrown at you and when you need to really take some shit to heed. And my thing is, most people take the, the most irrelevant shit to heart. And the thing is, bro, people going to hate on you forever, bro. You got to understand your colleagues, your co-workers, your friends, everybody's in constant competition with you. But don't let, don't ever let nobody set your ass up for failure or you get so manipulated that you sit here and be easily, you know, easily twisted, bro. Like at the end of the day, bro, your friends or some people that you often deal with can be some of the worst people you could ever fucking confined with sometimes bro you got to be able to take the time to think on your own no matter what the fuck anybody else said and and unapologetically go through with it because at the end of the day it may cost you your fucking life bro and like that girl who was it who roommate and boyfriend fucking killed her bro like that was fucked up bro like at the end of the day bro i feel like sometimes in this world we live in on this shit like no real friends and all this shit what the fuck is a friend like that old shit when what's love got to do? What's love, what, that, I can see the term. What's love got to do with it? At the end of the day, if you ain't getting no feed, no 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 uh, give and take, if you're not getting no you know you know effort, bro, it isn't worth it, bro. So at the end of the day, that's with anybody. Don't sit here and be no fucking fool. If you feel like a situation that you don't know nobody at, and you expect to sit here and fucking be there for hours, bro, it maybe will behoove you not to fucking go. Especially you're the only fucking sex of your fucking um of your own sex, and even for a man, look at this shit that's going on, bro. I mean, to really think that there are some women or some people out here, men and women, who are setting you up or prying on you, it's a fucking it's a fucking you fucking dumb. Like I'm being honest though, like I'm glad this shit's being said. Like that's why I directly. To, a, to the only female on the panel right now, ask a direct question. It's real shit, bro. Like, at the end of the day, we are the main people who are being taken advantage of, let alone we're being experimented on. So at the end of the day, if you don't really sit here and knowing that's the truth, bro, you just living in the make-believe world, bro. You live in the fucking matrix. Take this fucking microphone away from me. <laughs> and with that...
Thank you all for tuning into another installment of Problematic Kings. New episodes will be uploaded every Wednesday. Bye. Good night.